Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are at straight up six o'clock on the Wednesday, the 23rd day of September 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep. Hey. What's going on, Big J? I'm laughing. That was the Billboard Awards list yes. of nominations in yes. just the rock category. <laughs> yes. Stupid. Yeah, no, listen. Uh, but that's not, but you know, that's not like a popular choice. That's based on the album sales and stuff. Correct. Well, I so, mean, still, they should be able to get a category right. Right. I mean, you know, while rock, I understand. Rock Tour. Guess who's on that list? Elton John. You think Elton John's rock? Anytime? He's Crocodile Rock. Well, I don't even know what the hell that is. It's the first song you ever released. It's called Crocodile Rock. But that's why I'm laughing, so that's a good thing. Well, as long as Elton John can make Big J laugh, then we are in a good, good way. Did you ever see Rocket Man, by the way? The no, John of course not. No. Well, I guess you did. You never saw Bohemian Rhapsody either, did you? No, I haven't. Uh, is there a reason why you don't want to watch? I don't know. Remind, Bi- well, or star biopics, I reminds, suppose. Reminds me of spending time with you. How does that do Trying that? Trying to, well, music. So you music avoid industry. all music. <laughs> I don't believe when you. I'm, uh, when I'm on my own I don't believe time. You. I don't believe you. You know, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I don't have a good answer for you. And in that, I hope is some sort of like I mean I know I'm point. in the minority, but I mean I thought Bohemian Rhapsody was just okay. And while Rami Malek, I'm a fan of. I mean I don't his performance didn't blow me away. I wasn't sure if it was exactly Oscar worthy, but maybe it was more the movie I was lukewarm on. And then I watched Rocket Man, and it was totally what I didn't expect, and I didn't like that at all. And even though again I like the dude, I don't remember his name, but the guy from Kingsman that played him. Yeah, Tyron Egerton. Thank you. And uh, and he does all the singing in it, which. I'm not sure it was a good idea either. And so, uh, while I know you have to be talented in order to pull that off, it just wasn't my cup of tea. But, hey, at least Elton John got nominated for a Billboard Award, right? <laughs> it's his farewell tour that's probably like throwing him a bone before yeah. he yeah. hangs it up. And what a crappy time to say goodbye to everybody. I no suppose. kidding. So, uh, either way, more Elton John talk over the course of the show today, that's for sure. On top of that, we also have a uh, movie review from Big J. He sat down and watched a Netflix original film last night. We'll see if that was any good. We'll also get into the world of AUTVs as we have a chance to qualify somebody with Pop Culture Smackdown. 740, a chance to win from some cash from the Idaho Lottery and from us here on The Morning After with Multiplier Madness. So there's lots of opportunities to win things from us today. That's a good thing. And yeah. there's music, Big J, what you hate now. Music. Uh, no, 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 uh, no, no. Including. No, no. no, I hate having to think about you. Some Soundgarden on the X. In the news today. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The Labor Day impact continues to roll in when we get numbers reported for the coronavirus. 376 new confirmed cases yesterday were added to the state's total. That's high. Tuesday's reported numbers brought Idaho's total confirmed cases to 35,269. There's now 38,347 confirmed and probable cases. This time, Twin Falls took the state's hot spot for Tuesday, adding 49, Canyon County 34, followed closely by Bonneville and Madison County, which each added 33, and then Ada County had uh, 29. Five new deaths reported yesterday, two in Ada, one each in Bonneville Canyon and Payette Counties. Statewide death total now 452. An estimated 20,674 people have recovered, including our very own Big J. For that, we are very thankful. Me too. Uh, but... 
Even as these numbers continue to go up across the state, all Boise Public Library uh, locations will reopen with new hours and limited capacity later on this month. They're going to open up beginning on September 28th. Curbside pickup options will remain available, and readers are encouraged to use contactless options if possible. Face masks, physical distancing will be required at all locations, so there's that. But if you've been missing the library, then here's your opportunity to go back to it come September. But they're still encouraging you to do to drive up and contact us if you can. Hey, the Nuggets won one yesterday. The Denver Nuggets beat the Lakers 114-106. Thought they were going to blow a 20-point lead there in the fourth quarter, but ended up hanging on and knocking it out of the park. Congratulations to them. Jamal Murray, 28 points. LeBron James, 30 for the Lakers. Had a triple-double with 11 assists and 10 rebounds. Game four will be played on Thursday. We'll see what happens. Well, Notre Dame is going to say goodbye to their football program, at least for now. The college football game scheduled for Saturday between Notre Dame and Wake Forest has been postponed because seven Notre Dame players had tested positive for the coronavirus and tests done on Monday, and then 13 more have been asked to quarantine themselves, the school announced yesterday. So all football-related activities at Notre Dame have been shut down. Wake Forest says they're working on rescheduling the game for October 3rd, which both schools have open, but we'll see what ends up happening if they'll be ready for that. And the Chicago Bulls have a new coach. Billy Donovan has accepted the job. He used to be the head coach for the Oklahoma City Thunder. He replaces Jim Boylan, who was fired after the Bulls finished 22-43 and and were one of the eight teams that actually didn't even get invited to the bubble by the NBA. They're like, ah, we're good. We don't need your participation, thank you. Before Oklahoma City, Donovan coached uh, 19 seasons at the University of Florida, winning two NCAA titles. Also led the Thunder to the playoffs in every year he was the coach, which in the tough Western Conference is not easy. Tip of the cap to Lincoln Park and their debut album, Hybrid Theory. It just was certified 12 times platinum for sales of more than 12 million units officially yesterday. This feat comes just as the album nears its 20th anniversary which is going to happen coming up about a month from tomorrow, October 24th. Name some songs on Hybrid Theory, Big J. Go. Uh, Numb? Nope. Somewhere I Belong? Nope. I don't, I don't remember then. Uh, One Step Closer is on there. Oh, there you go. Crawling? Uh, in the End? Paper Crawling Cut. All four the... top five hits, actually, other than Paper Cut, all of them number one songs for Lincoln Park. The 20th anniversary of Hybrid Theory will be released on October 9th, a very special edition. What that includes, I do not know. Just know that the band would like to sell more albums of Hybrid Theory, and so they're going to try to do that on October 9th. So get ready for a celebration. Ego Kill Talent, The Call, that's your Send Dude song of the day here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time or so, Big J selected a movie to watch for you. It was called The Devil of All Time. It is on uh, Netflix. No, no, no. What's it called? The Devil All the Time. The Devil All the... What does the title even mean? Help me out with that, maybe. Uh, that, uh, I mean, the best guess is that in this particular, uh, I guess, area, there's just there's just bad in some people. Okay. So, uh, you can't escape the evil sometimes. Uh, and so, what is it about, and is it any good? Well, let's start out with an amazing cast, Nick. Uh, you got Tom Holland in here, Bill Skarsgård, um, Robert Pattinson, who, uh, listen, put Pennywise your, and Batman? Yeah. Put By the way, take what you know about Robert Pattinson, by the way, of the what we kind of 
represent him to be is Twilight and a pasty guy who can't act. Clearly, that's not the case anymore, and he he's going to be, I think, amazing as Batman. So all my you know concerns about that have been put to rest. Good. Um, and uh, you've got Sebastian Stan in here. Oh, okay. And the Winter Soldier? Yeah, the Winter Soldier. You've got Jason Clark. You've got a, what I'm saying here is an amazing cast. And that's one thing that really stands out here. Their performances are fantastic, Nick. And this movie is set, uh, it starts out in the in the uh, early 40s uh, when Bill Skarsgård's character, uh, his name's Willard Russell, he goes uh, over to World War II. He sees something uh, terrifying, you know, terrible, obviously, and comes home, not the same person in uh, this little town of West Virginia. And and it basically, it, it sets up the fact that in this small area, you've got lives that are crisscrossing, right? Um, that they don't know each other, but in the end, their lives are going to come uh, full circle with one another and, and how the story is. So it kind of sets that whole thing up. There's some jumps uh, in, in flashbacks and, and into the present. And they do a really well, good job of making sure and identifying those moments because there's nothing worse than getting stuck in, you know, a loop where you don't know where you're at uh -huh. in time, right? Um, and you, so you kind of have this here, and there's a lot of uh, religious overtones in it, and just a lot of weird stuff that's going on, and um, storylines. So there's. And the point of it is, is that there's just a lot of bad stuff that, that happens to this one particular kind of family, and. Um, you know, it's pretty damn depressing. Yeah. It's pretty depressing. But it's a really good... I think you'd really like the movie. Hey, you like depressing stuff. I know you do. Do I? Yeah, you do. And Like but, what? I don't know. Anything you watch I is pretty depressing. Case. And uh, Watchmen, for example, very depressing. You it's not depressing show. at all. Community, very depressing. Also not true. Very depressing. Uh, Watchmen is very depressing. No, it's not. Yes, yes, it is. I'm telling you, it's not depressing I'm telling at all. You, it is. I've read it. I've read about it. It's very depressing. No, you haven't. So that's why I'm telling you, you would love this movie. And it's it's really well directed. I love how the story comes together in the end. But it's just kind of a bummer getting all the way through it. Because there's a lot of heavy, heavy stuff in here. And there's not a lot of relief throughout the movie. No, it doesn't let up at all on no. the, uh, the, the heavy-hitting uh, sadness of it all. Right. Uh, yeah. But is it worth your time and your effort? I mean, if you're in, so I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to put to rest, Nick, the whole either approved or unapproved. Oh no! Because I I mean, it's just if you're if you like that kind of stuff and you don't mind watching something right now that has no uh, comedic relief in it or anything like that, uh, the the value of this with the cast, the performance, this the, the being a movie, I think is really good. And therefore, you should check it out, especially if you have Netflix um, and you want to see a, a really put, put together movie, something that you would probably see maybe, I don't know, you know, in, uh, on an Oscar watch of some note. The the one like uh, piece of criticism that I've seen about the movie that it seems to be pretty consistent no matter who it is, is it the movie seems to lack some sort of point. Like there's no real like... Um I don't know if it's a solution or there's a real wrap up to anything. It just kind of yeah. Is. There's an, there's you know that typical thing. I don't like kind of an open ended thing um, at the end. But I, I think there is. Uh, I, I think the message of the movie is that um, you know our lives uh, intersect in a lot of ways that we don't realize with other people. But, but so uh, you're saying it's not for everybody. But you enjoyed it. 
I think it's a good movie. Okay. I did not really enjoy it. Okay. It was kind of a bummer. Would not watch again. I would not watch again. But you're not upset that you watched it. Right. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Bill Skarsgård, for the time he's in, it's great. Tom Holland, I mean, everybody, they put in a great performance. Sounds like it's pretty much a middle-of-the-road kind of thing. Like, you could take or leave it at the end of the day. I could take it or leave it. You'd probably really like it. Uh, we'll see. I don't really have much of an interest in it, but thank you. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your movie review, courtesy of Big J. It's available on Netflix if you want to check it out. On Morning After with Nick and Big J. Health is on everybody's mind as of late. And in a recent study, about two-thirds of us are trying to make some sort of health improvements courtesy of the pandemic to maybe get a little bit more out of life. What the pandemic has made us do is look at ourselves maybe in the mirror and go, ugh. I don't like it. Maybe put on some LBs because of coronavirus or whatever the case may be, but what's happening is we're starting to try to be a little bit healthier. The main motivators for these changes uh, mostly are to get yourself into a little bit better shape and also get better sleep. Uh, either you're not sleeping as well as you have been or you're trying to keep up with the kids because they're home more often. And uh, also they feel like maybe getting healthy probably wouldn't suck when they're trying to build up their immune system and kind of hopefully not contract COVID-19 as well. Four in ten adults also believe adopting a healthier lifestyle will prevent development of underlying health conditions. But what about what about getting off the couch and making some actual moves? It's one thing to say, yes, I'd like to be healthier. It's another thing to actually do something about it. And so of the two-thirds of the people that say they want to be healthier, 25% have actually gone and done something. Seems uh, about right. During the course of this particular pandemic. But the good news is of that, again, the 25% that have done something, about 80% have been sticking to it and to their regimen and to their diet or whatever the case may be. So maybe it's made us a little bit more focused and diligent about some changes that we want to make. While we still have a low percentage of people that go, yeah, it's a good idea to actually do something, more people are sticking with it, so that's a good thing. And so that's that's probably the biggest hurdle to overcome, you know? Going from I would like to do something to actually do something is a pretty big step. Yeah. And then continuing to do it is even more difficult. So kudos to those of you that have. Way to go. Proud of you. Keep it up. Denver Nuggets beat the Lakers 114-106 last night to cut the Lakers' lead in the Western Conference Finals 2-1. Jamal Murray, 28 points for the Nuggets. LeBron James, a triple-double for the Lakers, but not enough. Game four is on Thursday. The Nuggets will try to even things up. I mean, listen, let's be honest. If not for a last-second three-pointer by a seven-footer, we're talking about the Nuggets being up 2-1 in this series. So uh, it could be a little bit more of a series than people were counting on. This is an interesting story to me. Uh, I don't watch the show, uh, but I am familiar with 911 Lone Star on Fox. Uh, I did watch the, the first season of 911 uh, before they brought aboard Jennifer Love Hewitt, and then I, I jumped off for no reason, not because of her. Wow. I just I just stopped getting network TV. Uh, but uh, they did a spinoff, and it was a successful season one of the show on Fox, but one of the stars is not coming back. That star is Liv Tyler. She did sign a multi-year deal, but she is backing out over health concerns because of the coronavirus. Number one, she actually lives and has been living for the last several years in the United Kingdom. And so, uh, for the filming of the first season, she came over here and commuted between the UK and the United States in order to film it. 
and was able to carve out a schedule. But as they were putting together a schedule for season two, she was hitting some snags. Number one, uh, it's still very difficult for anybody to come into the country and then not only that, but go back home. You know, we're still banning people from going or the other countries are not accepting people from the United States still just yet. And so she's like, listen, I've got small children and I've got a life here. And so she's decided, you know what? I'm good. I'm going to go ahead and not take the paycheck. And I'm just going to stay here and not deal with the uh, issues of going back and forth uh, with uh, with the whole health stuff that's going on. I tuned, so, I tuned into an episode yeah. of this show. I did not even recognize her. You, meaning she looks different? She's had some, plastic, she's had some work done. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, who else is on that show? Do you know? Yeah, Rob Lowe. Oh, it's Rob Lowe. Okay. Yeah. Who else has some work done? <laughs> so, uh, it's... But uh, I could pick Rob Lowe out of a lineup. Be like, hey, that's Rob Lowe. So Rob I Lowe. had to go figure out who she was. Uh, well, uh, you won't have to worry about her on that show anymore. You're because right. she's not going to be on I don't have to worry because I don't watch it anymore. There's also that. I, it didn't keep you around for more than one episode? No. You didn't like the story of uh, 911 operators in Texas? No, I love those people. I didn't think it represented them well. <laughs> what would be a good representation? The original 911? Tacoma FD. <laughs> I'm not sure that's about 911 operators. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We're going to go to hell here in a couple. Hang on. Hang on. Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Today's We're Going to Hell. We're going to hell. Sinky for today's We're Going to Hell story, Big J. Dang, man. Pop quiz hotshot. Helsinki's located in what country? Um, Sweden? Not close. Finland. Finland. Uh, and we go specifically to the University of Helsinki to, to get a nice reminder every once in a while that science is pretty damn amazing, man. I mean, with the, uh, you know, when especially when they weave in conjunction with technology and they, they put together something that really, once it, it's gone through all the tests and vetted and things like that, could actually improve life and humanity in a really, really, really good way. And that's kind of what this story is about. It's about a team of scientists and researchers from the University of Helsinki that have just published a paper because they believe they have uh, got a pretty significant scientific breakthrough with a brain-computer interface. Meaning what it basically does is is an external interface that is hooked up to a particular person, and it can sort of figure out what that person is thinking and then generate an image based on what that individual has in mind by interpreting different brain signals. And it's got a success rate of about 83%. Now, scientists would like to improve that number, but the fact that you can hook something up to somebody and it can draw what you're thinking without any kind of verbal cues whatsoever with an 83% success rate is pretty impressive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, of course, scientists are working on this for basic uh, improving the quality of life of those suffering from disabilities, nonverbal people, things like that. This is what they want to create the machine for and as somebody that has a nonverbal son that's absolutely amazing to maybe one day think that this could be something that we would be able to work on or have is it gives me hope it's incredible uh but of course this is we're going to hell and so there has oh, to be no. some sort of twist on it now good good news is it's not an evil twist but it just it goes that's to good. show you <laughs> what what really goes on when things have to be done and of course in order to do this and write up this paper they had to do a bunch of trials right 
And so what yeah. they did is they basically had 31 participants oh, no. that they actually had for volunteers to, uh, you know, come up with images and things like that. And so they were asked to focus on particular things and all sorts of stuff to see what the success rate would be. Uh, what they discovered was an incredible amount of perversion. Uh, yes, that's exactly right. Yeah, we're per. Yeah. Listen, you don't want to know what a dude is thinking. It's <laughs> terrible. It's awful. It's embarrassing. And sometimes we can't help it. And that is what the scientists discovered. They're like, holy crap. The amount of time people are thinking of naked people is incredible. And that was something that they were not expecting to see when they put this together, specifically because they asked the participants to focus on pictures of faces and, and things and characteristics that they First might mistake. be able to, to nail down. Like, you know, work on uh, this focusing on the face of this elderly person or uh, oh, focus no. on this smiling face or whatever the case may be. But uh, almost uh, with every single thing that they had asked, the person imagined not only a full body of the person, but also that person completely and totally nude. And so this brain computer interface was just pumping out ridiculous amounts of pornography on a uh, pretty consistent basis. But, but it the, works. I was going to say, the I good mean, news is that once the person saw the image, they're like, yeah, I guess I was thinking of that naked person. That's pretty much spot on. Get out of my brain. With what I was thinking of. And so, uh, you know, the, the, the people that have put this together were kind of, you know, obviously uh, embarrassed by some of the results. But, uh, but still, they had to publish it in order to get some write-ups on this stuff and actually have the science move forward. And so this is the reality of the world that we live in. You're surrounded by a bunch of perverts that are probably picturing a bunch of you naked on a fairly regular basis. So that is something that you were going to have to deal with. And it wasn't just the men. It was also the women. I mean, there was nudity everywhere. It was it was 20 men and 11 women in this study, and all of them were just thinking of nakedness. Just boobs and dongs everywhere. And so that's what they discovered. We're the worst. With this incredible piece of technology. And it doesn't matter the country either. This is, this is Finnish people. And I imagine it would be just as bad here in the States. But again, the overall, while it was, it's hilarious that that's what most people were thinking when they were hooked up to a machine that is going to draw their thoughts. The good news is some scientific and technical, you know, I guess the steps were made in the right direction in this particular case. So it's a very good thing. I mean, it works. That's incredible. It is incredible. And we'll see what happens down the road. I'm sure a lot more pornography will be involved. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. Up next, your chance to win some cash from us in the Idaho Lottery. Multiplier Madness is next on the x Rocks. It's the offspring. Gotta get away here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And we would like right now for you to possibly win some money with us with a little thing called Multiplier Madness. What's it all mean, Big J? Oh, it means a chance for you to win some money uh, from the Idaho Lottery and the Crazy Cash Multiplier Scratcher Games where uh, you can win up to 5, 10, 20, or even 50 times your cash prize on every ticket. Uh, that could mean some big bucks, up to 300 gur. Uh, and we'll give you opportunity, A, just to be Caller X, you win 10 bucks, but then you can double down, uh, double or nothing, and, and win 20, and then we'll give you a chance to win 40. But you also could walk away with nothing. Yeah, that's what happened yesterday. Somebody went for the $40 question and didn't get it right, and so lost it all. And so we would like to see you win some cash. I will say today is one of those topics where I think either you're going to know it, you're going to feel confident with it, or if you don't know anything about the, the subject, you may want to just take the money and run. 
because uh, I think things are going to get progressively difficult, especially if you're not familiar with the source material. But we will see. Either way, if you want to get on the phone, and uh, if you're 21 years or over, of course, and get in on this, then now's the time. 208-287-1003 in order to play a little thing we like to call Multiplier Madness. Good morning, The X. Hey, man, what's up? What's your name? Yeah. All right, Jeff, congratulations. We are handing you $10 in crazy cash multiplier scratchers from the Idaho Lottery. You don't have to do anything to do that. That is yours, unless you'd like to risk it and go double or nothing on this category. Uh, we have Jason Alexander's birthday today. He is 61 years old, and so today's category is Seinfeld Trivia. Beautiful. If you know anything about Seinfeld, you may want to put that $10 on the line and risk it and go for 20 If not, you may want to take the 10 and walk away. What is your call, Jeff? I'm going to go for it. All right. For $20 in Crazy Cash Multiplier Scratcher tickets, Seinfeld aired for nine seasons on what broadcast network? Uh, NBC. NBC is correct. Good job. Right. That is $20 in your pocket. Now, Jeff, this is where I ask you, would you like to go double or nothing for $40 in scratcher tickets? Keep in mind the question will get progressively harder, and this is the hardest one of the bunch. Uh, it's up to you. You can take the 20 and walk away, or you can go for 40 bucks and possibly risk it all and walk away with nothing. What do you want to do? Uh, it's all or nothing. What the heck? All right. All right. or nothing. All right, Jeff, for $40, Seinfeld, the TV series, was created by Jerry Seinfeld and this longtime collaborator friend who had some pretty big success of his own with the HBO show Curb Your Enthusiasm. Who is it? Oh, I can picture his face. His big, <laughs> dumb face. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Uh. Jeff, what do you got? Larry Scott. Larry Scott. Wrong. You were close. Has got his own dealership, but not the uh, the name we're actually looking for. What is the name, Big J? Larry David. Larry David is correct. Uh, So I'm sorry, Jeff. You came in here with nothing. You leave with nothing. So uh, nothing. You know, nothing ventured, nothing gained. I suppose. What is this pop culture smackdown, Nick? (laughs) Not uh, let our winners win. I tried. I tried to have him walk away with twenty bucks. I told him, take the twenty. I said it was going to be hard if you didn't know it. I'd like double or nothing. I tried to help. But unfortunately, Jeff walks away with nothing, which means you have another chance to win some more money and cash from the Idaho Lottery tomorrow here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. But coming up in a few minutes, we're going to do some important stuff and that aforementioned pop culture smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Relationship question for you, Big J. Yeah. You and the missus text a lot. She works from home, so you spend a lot of time together. Are you you texting when you're not together? Mm, not as much as we used to. Of course not. But, I mean, it's still something that happens? Yeah. On the daily? I would say so, yeah. And is it uh, group text or is it uh, text between the two? Yeah, it's usually... It depends. I mean, some of it gets caught up in the group text, and I'm like, yeah, that should be a, should be a personal text, but... I'm like, oops... Didn't mean to send that at eggplant. Oh, you're, you're usually <laughs> emoji. You're usually the Sorry, one making kids. mistake when you're sexting the missus. Makes sense. Uh, let me ask you this: When you are sending a text to the wife, and maybe you want to say something romantic or, or something, you know, nice, how long does it take you to, to conjugate that? To put that all together to on average, you know, half hour. Half hour? No, I don't know. 
Not very long? No. Don't put a lot of thought into it? That's because you've uh, been with your wife for a while. But according to a new study, if you are just starting to date somebody, apparently it takes, on average, nine minutes for somebody to, I guess, express themselves properly to somebody that they're dating for the first time, or at least in the early stages of relationship with. Half of those polled also expressed worry of running out of things to talk about with somebody that they're dating. Nearly 4 in 10 get caught up in getting out of unwanted plans. Other sources of anxiety, uh, making small talk with coworkers, overthinking financial choices, and asking somebody to repay money that they owe you. These are all things that give us anxiety. Apparently starting a new relationship with somebody and texting them is also a very anxious experience. Listen, I think depending on the person, there's pretty much anything can make you anxious, right? Yeah. It all depends on how you react to things. All of us have different triggers that trigger anxiety and all kinds of stuff. So just making sure you're on top of it, knowing your strengths and weaknesses, probably a good thing. But I don't think it should take you nine minutes to put together a text. Unless you're breaking up with somebody, which is a crappy way to... Yeah, you shouldn't be texting that. Do that. Go, no, no. But either way, not a good idea. Maybe, just maybe, take it down a notch and you're going to be okay. Nuggets beat the Lakers last night, 114 to 106. Cut the Lakers' lead in the Western Conference Finals, two games to one. Game four is Thursday. A couple of sports-related deaths to pass on to you this morning. Word that Hall of Famer Gail Sayers has passed away at the age of 77. The NFL Hall of Fame passed on that knowledge this morning. And then the WWE has announced that uh, Road Warrior Animal Joe Laurientis has uh, passed away. At the age of 60 as well. Oh, man. Uh, so a couple of uh, deaths. Uh, of course, a road warrior animal, a WWE Hall of Famer, got inducted in 2001 with he and his tag team partner, Hawk. The road warrior is probably one of the most iconic tag teams in wrestling. Hawk passing away in 2003 from uh, drug issues. Uh, Joe did not have those same issues. But, man, uh, you know, wrestlers, they put their bodies through so much. And he was just, I guess, at some sort of, uh, you know, luxury resort in missouri in like the ozark somewhere and passed away at 60 this morning so that sucks uh joe of course uh has got his son also uh played in the nfl second round draft pick for the rams i don't think he's in the nfl anymore but was a second round pick and played in ohio state as well tag team in heaven yep they are making a take off the top turnbuckle there in the old clouds we do have reports of another uh, remake that I'm not sure needs to be remade, and I'll get your take on this, Big Jake, because I know it's one of your favorites. Oh. They're, they're talking about remaking Scarface, and uh, they want to cast Michael B. Jordan, Black Panther star, as Tony Montana in the Scarface remake. Now, Universal Pictures apparently has been trying to get this thing off the ground for the last 10 years, and they think that uh, Michael B. Jordan is the guy to make it happen. Uh, of course, uh, a lot of movie no. fans aren't going to no. like this. The whole root of the movie was he was a Cuban immigrant, and then uh, it, it was a whole thing about, uh, yeah, no. It's just another movie about a drug dealer now. Well, I mean, I think it'd make him an immigrant from another country. Doesn't have to be Cuba. It could be, you know, some well, other country. Miami, it was, yeah, I don't know, man. Just yeah. make another drug movie. But also, like, you know, it was about an era, too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can't really make cocaine movies anymore. It you're, doesn't really hold up. Are you going to ha- Are you gonna make it set in the 80s? I guess you'd have to if you're going to do it that way. And, and even uh, that would just be, be weird. But, it, it, you know, it, it's really hard to me to, to remake movies that are iconic. Not because, I mean, listen, Scarface is a fine movie, okay? There's nothing particularly wrong with it. But the only reason why it holds up is because of the performance of the star. 
Al Pacino is so ridiculously amazing in it, yeah. and that performance of Tony Montana, and, and that's what makes the movie memorable. It's you, nobody remembers the plot; they remember the lines that that Al Pacino says, and the fact that he's you know got this crazy, coked up, impossible to top determination that that makes him this particular character of Tony Montana. So it's so hard to me to base something on a performance that makes a movie iconic than necessarily is like an iconic movie. And so. that movie is super long. Oh yeah, no. It's like, the palm of it, man. It's a, uh, you know, I, it, it's on the list of um, my kids' 100 top movies to watch. She's got this, uh, this thing. I was telling you about it a couple weeks ago where you scratch off when you watch the movie. Mm-hmm. Kind of, and that's been on there and she's been wanting to watch it, but I'm like, you know, A, you're not going to want to get through this whole movie. I already know. <laughs> and it's just a stretch. Yep, uh, you had to have patience back in the day, and that no longer is a thing. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, there's your important stuff. Culture Smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Here it is. Here's your chance to get qualified for a CF Moto Z Force 800 Trail UTV from our friends there at Birds of Prey Motorsports. And uh, it's brought to you by Westmark Credit Union. Adam and Eve will get you qualified here uh, when you beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown, probably with uh, my first question. Uh, we'll throw at you a morning after care package that includes an X-Rox face covering and an X-Rox bumper sticker. All right. You want in on this, then now's the time to get on the phone. The number is 208-287-1003. Good luck to all parties involved, especially you, Big J. Hello, the X. I need it. Hey, man, what's up? What's your name? Morgan. All right, Morgan, you're up first. Morgan, this actor starred in and created the very popular television show Baywatch. Who is it? Uh... Oh, um. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Uh, what do you got, Morgan? Three, two, one. Wrong. Sorry, man. Oh man, look at you. Well, listen, the internet's an amazing thing. Hello, the X. Hey, did you get a winner? Not yet, man. We need to know uh, this actor starred in and created the very popular television show Baywatch. Hasselhoff? Right. Yes, sir. David Hasselhoff is correct. Big J, I'm going to give you plus or minus one year, okay? Oh, good. What year did the TV show Friends debut on NBC? Oh, man. Um, so you basically have a three-year window. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say 1993. Right. You got it. It it came right out, on the nose? No, no. It came out in 1994. Okay. So uh, you got yourself the one year plus or minus, and that is it. Oh, 1994. I did it! Good job. I did it! What's your name, sir? Isaac. Isaac. Isaac, all you have to do is name two of the three actresses that starred in the early 2000s movie reboot of Charlie's Angel. Oh, I know this. Oh, um, Cameron Diaz? Uh-huh. Right. Look at you. Right, Got man. all three. Got all three. Good job, man. Big J, Peter Krause and Michael C. Hall starred in this long-running HBO series about a family struggling to run a funeral parlor. Michael C. Hall? Michael C. Hall. Um, You know who that is. That's going to be the one that pushes you over the top. Dexter? Dexter is right. But that's not the name of the show. Is that oh, what you guess? Yeah. Wrong. Yeah. No, no, no. Dexter came after this show. Uh, and uh, the the Isaac, that means you are the winner. Do you happen to know the answer? I missed the question. 
It says, no, I won't do it again then. It's Six Feet Under right. is oh. the name of the HBO show. Uh, three-time Emmy winner that ended up. Hey, you're pulling me on, on me. Pulling you on well, you? Well, you know I've never seen that show. Uh, well, you know who Michael C. Hall was. And yeah. You know Peter yeah. Grassi is. I thought maybe you at least heard it or at least saw it through uh, osmosis. Congratulations, man. You are qualified. You don't need to trick me. Through UTV. I'll do it myself. Hang on one second. We'll get you all set up there, Isaac. Well played. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We will do some headlines next on the X Rock. <laughs> Here's the facts. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by TDS Fiber. Don't forget to text us on the TDS Fiber text line at 208-287-1003. TDS Fiber, your new choice for lightning fast internet, TV, and phone. Headlines are as follows. My God! Seems normal and careful out there. Careful out there. An Oregon man accidentally shot himself while trying to show his weapon to a friend at the grocery store. It always happens, man. According to the Oregon Live, the incident happened on Sunday night when 29-year-old Nicholas Ellingford took out his Glock 9mm at the checkout line at McKay's Market. A Glock? Ellingford mistakenly pulled the trigger when he put the gun back into his pants. Bullet tore through his thigh, just missing his uh, artery. Nobody else was injured, thank goodness. But, yep. One of the safer sidearms out there. He blows it. Well, listen, leave it to us to figure out how to make the safe unsafe. Man, never underestimate us on how we can do things to make things more difficult than they actually should be. My God or seems normal? My God. You may want to be more careful brushing your teeth, Big J. I got to brush them first. Oh. Doctors in India had to remove a toothbrush from a 39-year-old man's stomach after he swallowed it while brushing his teeth. How does that happen? <laughs> I don't... Is it a small, tiny toothbrush? The toothbrush was over seven inches long. Oh, my God. But the <laughs> doctors like, were able to... Say, that's a calamity. Like, something terrible <laughs> has gone wrong. <laughs> God. I mean, like, yeah, if you're brushing point, your molars and then you just go... Wah! And you just lose it right now? At down? that point, you're like, God, don't let me die like this. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand how it happened. I mean, and it got all the way down to his stomach. So it's not like he even got lodged in his throat. They had to take it out of his damn stomach. And he's 39. I mean, you know, you got to know better at this point. Well, at least he's brushing his teeth. That's true. Uh, the good news is the doctors were able to remove that without any issues. So somehow we made it happen. But Jesus H. <laughs> Wrap it up with seems normal. Uh, Dr. Seuss has apparently predicted the future, Big J. Sure. There is a green egg that has been hatched. A farmer in China discovered the oddity. The farmer who found the curious egg has no idea how it could have happened. The egg was regular size, regular shape, but it had a whole bunch of different green spots and patterns on it. Uh, No word on what it may actually be because he doesn't see anything different in his flock. So here's the thing, man. What the hell hatched out of that green egg, I guess, is my question. Some ham? Maybe. Maybe. A little pig? (laughs) Squeal! That would be a first if a pig comes out of an egg. But I also, like, I mean, God knows what that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Green eggs aren't normal, so there's that that you have to think about. Yeah, I wouldn't. it's like... What kind of weird alien thing has morphed its way into his farm? You've heard Nick reference green apple squirts. What's this? It's green apple splatters, but yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's... Half right is good for me today. (laughs) There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. On the way, we got some bad impressions and more. It's the X-Rocks. 
He's got a streaming event coming up as well. You'll be able to check out here very, very soon. Mr. Corey Taylor himself. That is Black Eyes Blue here on The Morning After with Nicky Big J and the X-Rocks. I'm told, Big J, you have a complaint. Yeah, yeah. So uh, sometimes, <clears throat> uh, you know, I, I get all excited at home and uh, on projects. One of them is uh, smoking meat, Nick. And, of course, uh, we've, we've talked at length the trials and tribulations of that right. happening. Uh, but uh, the wife uh, made sure that uh, I got gifted a Traeger for my birthday. And that's been going great. And uh, smoked a brisket, smoked some other things. But one of the, the items that I wanted to, um, to accessories to get along with it, as I was explaining, you know, the process of, of smoking uh, this brisket, I'm like, you know, I really need some butcher paper. And she's like, why do you need butcher paper? And I'm like, well, because you want to wrap it, the brisket, you know, and there's a particular kind that you have to get. It's called pink butcher paper. And, you know, it uh, helps, you know, let it breathe, but it also keeps in the moisture, you know, halfway through the cook. Usually you wrap it, you know, everybody wraps it in, in this butcher paper and I would like to go get some. And she poo-pooed the idea and, and was like, yeah, you don't you don't need that. And I'm like, OK. I guess you know she she gave me a guilt trip about it. Really, uh, is it expensive? Gave, no, no, it's not expensive at all. And so she just kind of talked me out of the whole thing. And I'm like, okay. So she goes off to uh, to California over the last weekend uh, to celebrate my daughter's birthday. They were in there with our good friends John and Adriana. Now you, we stayed there for mm-hmm. when we went to Comic Con, and uh, John has a Traeger as well. And she came back raving about this chicken breast that he made on the Traeger. And I'm like, oh, yeah, really? What did, what did he do? And she's telling me that he injected it and did all kinds of stuff. Because, you know, cook, smoking a chicken breast, not an easy thing to do because it's just chicken breast is difficult. That's why it's a little cheaper meat and all that. But one of the things she said that is that he wraps it in, in this paper. Have you ever heard of pink butcher paper? And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. I wanted to buy some and he told me no. Well, guess what? It's arriving today. She ordered it. <laughs> Uh, you can get it online. Is that the deal? Yeah, I mean, you could also pick it up in a store, um, but I don't think she knew that. So you smoke so. it in the actual paper, huh? No, 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 no. No, you. It's uh, after it's smoked, you wrap you, it in there. After you get it, you get some like smoke rest? on it for a certain period. No, you you still co- cook it, um, uh, but yeah, you you wrap things in. You know, usually halfway through. Very nice to cook. So, so are you gonna use it soon? Well, I intimated that if she's so fond of this recipe, she should try it out. Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to happen or not. We'll see. I mean, it could be a reverse Man Up Monday story. I don't know. Well, congratulations on getting your pink paper, though. Yeah. It's a small victory. Right? I know. I know. I wish I could. If I were like uh, like her, or, you know, I could have manipulated my way into that. No, I just accidentally fall into it. <laughs> Well, is she right to automatically poo-poo some of your ideas right out of the gate until somebody else convinces her that it's no, a good idea? No, no. I don't know why you would think okay. that. Way to, way to be my wingman. No, I'm asking. Be my partner. I'm asking. I'm not Of in. course she should she should poo-poo most of the ideas I have. <laughs> you just really I wanted, wanted to paper? create an action figure paradise in front of our house. Yes, okay? that's a bad idea. That's remember? A bad idea. Yes, I do remember that. It's bad enough in here. It's, I'm glad that she said no to that. Yeah, I should probably... Well, they just get knocked over. They're just a mess. It's, everything's a mess in here. Morning after with Nikki Big throw J. All away. We are going to do some bad happy. impressions. There's next on the X Rock. Hundred point three, the X. And let's get you set up with a Jackson's gift card to Jackson's Food Store for twenty five bucks, Nick. Uh, all you need to do is figure out bad impressions here, and you could get some uh, use some gas money, maybe some uh, candy money, maybe some soda, some beer, and some soda pop. Candy money. 
Got uh, the candy needs. 208-287-1003. If you'd like to grab this $25 gift card to Jackson, support some local business around here, you certainly can do that. All you have to do is figure out Big J's bad impressions, which works like this. He's got three clues. He's written them down. Each one of them points to somebody that's famous. Figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, and you get some money coming your way, courtesy of us. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning, sir. What's your name? Bob. All right, Bob. You're up. Tom Cruise's character in Jerry Maguire told me that he completed me. That I completed him. What? Oh, no. Next, <laughs> next clue. I've been engaged to Tim, Jim Carrey and dated Jack White and Bradley Cooper for a few years. Probably not going to help. No. I've won two Oscars for Judy and Cold Mountain and starred as Bridget Jones in multiple movies. No, I'm stumped, Bill. Thanks. That's all right, Bob. Thank you for playing. We appreciate it. Bap. Good morning, the X. Hey, did you hear Big J's clues or would you like them again? Cuba Gooding Jr.? Is it Cuba Gooding Jr.? Uh, it is not Cuba Gooding Jr. Although I do remember when he dated Jack White. That was fun. Hello, the X. What's up? Hey, man, did you hear Big J's clues? I didn't. Oh. Uh, Tom Cruise's character in Jerry Maguire uh, told me that I completed him. <laughs> um, I've been engaged to Jim Carrey and dated Jack White and Bradley Cooper. You had it, man. What was it? Renee Zellweger. There you oh, go. Yeah. There Look you at go. You, man. Congratulations. 25 bucks at Jackson's coming your way. Hold on tight. Why is Renee Zellweger in the news? Yeah, I couldn't really do uh, Liv Tyler because you already uh, kind of uh, got on that. But, uh, Nick, uh, as uh, the years kind of roll by here now, uh, you start to celebrate 25 years uh, of filmmaking and uh, coming out on this day, um, uh, not in this day, but in this week many years ago, 25 of them to be exact, exact. Uh, is a movie called Empire Records. Empire Records. Rex Manning Day. Yeah, Rex Manning Day, exactly. Renee Zellweger, Liv Tyler, uh, Ethan Embry, a whole bunch of great uh, people in that. And uh, it's, a, it's a great fun movie. And, uh, you know, taking a look back now, 25 years later, um, not a lot of record stores left. No, no. That's why you, uh, you, and as a matter of fact, that was the whole plot of that movie. Uh, they were getting ready to close down the record store. And they had to rally around it and figure out a way to keep it open. So that Joe could keep Empire Records up and running. And, uh, of course, they did it. So how, how what was the secret, Big J? Do you remember the, the big climax? Uh, do I remember? No, I don't. They had the uh, the rooftop concert. That oh, that's right. Ended up making it all come and, together. And Rex Manning was a real dirtbag. Real jerk. What a jerk. Rex Manning only wanted to get some. He didn't care about music. <laughs> Rex Manning. Uh, but happy uh, Empire record. Also, a special appearance by Guar in that movie, Big J. Don't forget. Oh, yeah. Guar was in Or at least Oedipus was. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There is your bad impressions. We'll wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. Avatar and Colossus is wrapping up the old Morning After with Nick and Big J on this Wednesday morning. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, pretty good day for Big J. He ended up... Well, I wouldn't say you approved or disapproved the movie that you reviewed. It was kind of like a... Watch it if you want to. Middle of the road kind of a thing for what was it called again? I want to call it something. The Devil All the Time. The Devil All the Time. It's a Netflix original movie that said the performances were good, but the movie was so so. And so you can check it out for yourself if you want. The movie was good. It's just depressing. Uh, We also had a chance to find out that Big J is getting his pink butcher paper, so he's very happy about that. 
Uh, however way you got to the finish line, you still got to the finish line. And even bought breakfast this morning. Thanks, Big J. Yeah. You're a good man. DoorDash some Wendy's. And here. that leaves you with the floor, sir. Hey, the WWE is in the wine business, Nick. Finally. They get the first two offerings. Uh, and who do you think uh, the wines are are, put, uh, are ranged after? Well, Triple H. Because, nope. no? Uh, wait, wait, wait. They're, they're ra- after, like, personalities? Yes. Macho Man? Nope. Mm. I don't know that. They're inspired. The first two here are inspired by The Undertaker. Okay. And The Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> uh, the Undertaker is a 2018 uh, Carb uh, Young and is advertised as limited edition 30 barrel series to honor his 30 year career. Uh, and The Ultimate Warrior is a 2019 Zin- Zinfandel. Each limited edition individually numbered bottle also features one of three unique corks. <laughs> corks. Uh, they have images and sayings from the warrior himself. What are the warrior sayings? I don't know. All I remember him is vigorously shaking the top rope. <laughs> and breathing he heavily. Grunting. Yeah, and power slapping people. That's about it. But uh, all right. Uh, any interest, Big J? You're into wine? No. Not at all? No. All right. So be it. But there's uh, a lot of wrestling fans out there. Maybe worth the uh, the collection side of things if you would like to. Reminder that the text line is always open. If you're looking to text us, hit us a line on the TDS Fiber text line at 208-287-1003. TDS Fiber, your new choice for lightning fast internet, TV, and phone. And that's going to do it for us. Jason Drew is up next. We will see you tomorrow. It is the X-Rocks.